Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 In Conversation podcast episode 163 and my special guest on today's show is the legendary Joe Bouchard, uh, a founding member of the band Blue Oyster Cult, um, along with many other musical projects he's done throughout the years. Um, He is currently on his sixth solo album which is about to release this friday and uh, it's called strange legends and it is out via his brother's label um rock rock heart sorry and uh, distributed by warner deco and uh yeah uh it's a great album if you love your sort of like classic rock um just a bit of rock and roll uh it's great um and it was an absolute damn pleasure to speak to the man uh glorious to cult one of the bands that i kind of can point towards and go yes um i'm very aware of them and yes they're a part of my sort of musical heritage and whatnot um so actually uh, getting to speak to a founding member uh was amazing and i do a little bit of fanboying in there as well so excuse me if i'm if i'm fapping if you will but um no it was an absolute um great little chat so uh that'll be up in a couple of minutes i just want to say thank you to dj random on the last show um absolutely spanking uh response from that i think the words are um i don't use that word too often but that's the first one that came to mind um but yeah no it's been absolutely great um all these djs i've got more coming in as well i'm just waiting to get them recorded uh i've got more bands coming in as well i've got static x actually recorded so that's going to be my next one um but i've got a couple of great bands lined up as well some new some old uh and it's kind of hitting that kind of like um point where some albums that i was very much into in my late teens early 20s are kind of hitting anniversary marks so i'm in the midst of getting uh, a bunch of bands from that era as well uh just to have a chat with them and talk about that said album and whatnot like you know 15 20 25 years later uh on that front but yeah um thank you everyone uh i've been getting some uh good like thumbs up on youtube and all that kind of good stuff so that's all going nicely uh more subscribers are coming in as well which is absolutely amazing so thank you if you're here subscribing and you've you've gone through the sort of like eclectic sort of like musical styles that we're kind of going through here um thank you uh i really appreciate it and uh yeah i hope you hope you continue to listen on that front uh but without much further ado i am going to hand you over to myself with mr joe bouchard and uh yeah enjoy I'd like to welcome Joe Bouchard to the show today. Um, he is a founding member of Blue Oyster Cult, and he is about to release a uh, a new solo album called Strange Legends. Welcome, Joe. Hey, good to be here. Excellent, excellent. Again, thank you for doing this. I appreciate your time. No problem. Cool. So, um, like, like I said in the intro, we've got a new album coming out. Uh, it's coming out on the 31st of July, um, and it's out on uh, Rock Heart Records um, via De- yes. Deco Entertainment as well. So, yeah, let's double check. Yeah. I've, I've, I've had a stream. I've got a stream copy of the album that I've been sort of listening to as we go through, and there's some Great. absolutely fantastic tracks on there, I've got to say, first and foremost. Ah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll get, I love the cover of All Day and All Night. Um, it's like mm. one, of, it's one of my favorite songs of... of, of a lot, a lot of people have mentioned that. Yeah, 
Um, and it's it, a great song. It is. It is indeed. Even like back when I was in the in a band, I covered that song. Um, I loved it so yeah, much. So, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you also, I mean, there's other tracks. There. She's a Legend's a great track as well. Um, and I can't think of the other one. I haven't got it written down. But there was, a, I think it was like track eight. I think it was the one after the cover. Um, oh, okay. That's a good. That's a good. Oh, I can't remember what it is. Let me, let me just find it because I, I want to, I want to actually sure. name it before I. Uh, um, I'm gonna, I'm not going to edit this, so don't worry about it. Uh, it's like, um, uh, where are we? So okay. track listings. Yeah, track eight. Uh, Once upon a time at the border. Oh, excellent! Yeah, excellent! I love that song. Yeah, no, it was, it, that's a fantastic. I mean, there's, I mean, there's loads of loads of tracks on that album that I really love. It kind of yep. really uh, took me back uh, a little bit because it's sort of like my dad's musical taste, if you will. Um, yeah, back in the day, he was very much into like Genesis and uh, obviously Blue Oyster Cult as well uh, to sort of pinpoint yeah. a bit of your legacy there, and um, you know yeah. many other sort of like guitar-based rock prog type stuff. Um, and it yeah. was really cool. And it's sort of you've brought it sort of up to um, you know modern standards, if you will. And uh, it's an absolutely fantastic album. Well, thanks. I uh, yeah, I really enjoyed uh, uh, making this record. I think I. I, this is my sixth solo album, so yeah. everyone gets better and better. I think I get to be a better producer uh, as well as artist. So I have to wear two hats. I've got to. I got to be. I got to have arguments with myself. Like, <laughs> Did you do that good enough? <laughs> or it needs another mix. <laughs> yes, let's go back but, and re-record uh, it. <laughs> this this one does sound is a beautiful sounding recording all the way through. Yeah. And uh, I had a great drummer play on the album, Mickey Curry, who's, uh, you know, he's done so many records. He's got like 40 gold records for work he's done with uh, Brian Adams and Alice Cooper and Cher and The Cult and just so many. I can't I can't name them all. But uh, he happens to be a neighbor of mine. And I said, hey, you want to do an album? And and he was available. Wow. So uh, we we did it in uh, two sessions, and uh, it made it really easy to produce the album because you're starting with you know great drums to begin with. Yeah, and uh, he's one of the best. So that was a lot of fun. I'm I'm glad, uh, but I'm glad you mentioned that that ballad. Once upon a time at the border. It's a very mm. personal song to me. Okay, all about my my very nostalgic. When I used to uh, play in a um, a bunch of clubs where I grew up, uh, in a, it's a sort of a resort town in Clayton, New York, mm. and uh, had, had some incredible summers there playing in clubs and meeting a lot of strange legends. <laughs> no, that's I mean, like I said, th- yeah. th- this album, I'm I, I'm absolutely I'd like it's it's yeah, I, I I can't give it too many superlatives. I probably can, but um, <laughs> I know I really enjoy. I'm really enjoying it, um, and it's like I say, it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you because your musical legacy, as it is, um, has has meant so much to me. Because I love Blue Oyster Cult's music. Like I've got, we, we are very very lucky with our catalog. It's it still resonates with a lot of people all over the world. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, they, I never dreamed it would be go that far, but you know, it's just cruising along, you know, and yeah. 
40, over 40 years later, it's still as strong as, even stronger now than it was back then. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I was about <laughs> to ask. It's no, bigger no, no. now <laughs> than it was back then. Do you think, so I mean, that's a good sign. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I mean, like, I've I've still got um, I've got a couple of uh, uh, vinyl copies of of your of your like older like the Blue Oyster Cult stuff um, that I I had bought myself and obviously I've inherited from my father as well. And um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like actually getting to speak to you, which is it's an absolute honor on that front because it, you're like one of my kind of uh, rock royalty, if you will. So if I could pinpoint bands that mean like so much to me um blue oyster okay. cult are definitely there as well with uh like bands like rush iron maiden and uh guns and roses they're kind of like obviously that veers more into the heavier side but that kind of like classic rock and prog absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant and and um like i said getting to speak to you is uh an absolute pleasure on that front i just want to get the sort of like the fanboy stuff out of the way on there so um, okay uh, but no what like with with this album like you said you, you got together with um with mickey uh on on uh, as the drummer do you have any yeah. other players on the album uh just uh my girlfriend plays guitar on one of the tracks because she had a uh, does a finger style guitar which is very special cool so i needed that 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 feel and she sings a couple of backgrounds but everything else the keyboards the bass the rhythm guitars lead guitars um it's all it's all me i mean i love being a multi-instrumentalist yes uh, i was just the bass player in blue oyster cult mm. um occasionally i played a couple of piano things but most of the time i was always on bass so one of the reasons i left the band was to be able to play these other instruments and yeah and produce my own records do things like that um yeah i'm i'm having the greatest time it's just fantastic uh you know putting these things together yeah no i mean it's definitely um like, like i said it's 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 i mean you can hear that now that you are very passionate about what you're doing still um which is which, yeah. which can get lost along the way because obviously if you've been in the music industry for as long as you have um obviously you know there is that kind of element of creativity that kind of never goes away but sometimes you can sort of process things through kind of like just you know playing by numbers if you will um, yeah well one of the reasons we we started this uh, record label rock heart records mm. uh my brother and i uh, he was the original drummer in blue oyster cult mm. And uh, we signed with the manager, and the manager said, you guys should have your own label. And and we had never even thought about that, you know. Yeah. But uh, he got us this this record deal. In the middle in the middle of a pandemic, he comes <laughs> up with a record deal. We, we, we were stunned. And But the, the main reason is to just to promote the idea that we're both still very creative in the business. Yeah. And, uh, Having our own label is great. So mine is the first album on the label, and my brother's solo album, which is fantastic, will be out in October, uh, will be the second. And then we have uh, other projects scheduled for 2021. So we'll be very busy. Excellent, excellent. I was going to ask how, yeah. how the like obviously the pandemic had been affecting you in this sort of point because I've spoken to a few artists that have been promoting records that would that are yeah that have been released since you know but I, during this time where everyone's kind of not you're around, home yeah. you're home a lot yeah <laughs> I, well at first I I I was amazed that I had so much time I could practice 
because I've never had that much time off. Mm. And uh, um, I've sort of adjusted to that. I don't, I'm not practicing as much as I did at, a, at the beginning of the lockdown. But um, I've been real busy with this album. So that's, that's one reason. And I make videos. I'm making videos for the album. Um, but uh, normally, I would be out on the road right now touring to yeah. get the word out on the on the record, and uh, so we're thinking we're we're planning. And as soon as things open up and they figure out how to do live shows again, we will be out there for sure. Because uh, I think there's going to be a real demand, you know, for concerts oh, when when yeah. it does open up. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, yeah. I miss I miss the big crowds. I miss everybody singing along. I mean that's yeah. that's a feeling, you know, when everybody everybody's just singing along at the top of their lungs, you know, fists in the air and you know going crazy. That is an incredible feeling, you know, and I miss that. But I'm uh, confident, yeah, optimistic. It'll come back. Oh no, definitely, definitely. I I just it's one of those things that I miss as well. I I I, I don't perform like musically as such. I I DJ. So um, having yeah. that, having that. Oh you, yeah. You don't get that kind of buzz from doing live streams, if you will. You need so. you need the feedback from the crowd. You oh, know. Totally totally that yeah. totally that indeed. And I tried doing the live stream thing during this lockdown, but it just didn't feel. It didn't give me that yeah. kind of. It just felt kind of like a bit well not stale it just didn't feel interactive at all um yeah you know so you're not we're not feeding off 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 the crowd that's in front of you we're not feeding that yeah re- reading yeah. the room if you will so knowing what to play next you're just kind of yeah playing what you want which is yeah. great to a certain degree but not, not everyone <laughs> wants to hear what you want so <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah no i was just uh, curious because obviously you, you, like obviously this has never happened really at this scale to humankind as such um yeah. at least in our lifetimes um and I, i'm always curious to see how people have kind of like managed it and and obviously you kept busy with this album like you said you managed oh, yeah. to like you know secure a record deal in that time as well yeah we so. and i and i did some uh recordings uh we did uh, some uh, video uh, uh videos for charity that were like uh quarantine uh, videos okay. where he, my brother would do the drums at home yep. and then send them to me and then I'd do my parts and, and those were a lot of fun. We're going to do some more of those. Excellent. Uh, it's it's a different experience, but, you know, the music was great. So that's, yeah. that's the bottom line. If the music is great, you know, yeah. it, it was well worth doing. And, you know, it was for a lot of good causes. And we'll do some more of that. That's but excellent. that was definitely a big thing a couple of months ago. Which yeah. like everybody was on a on a doing their home recordings for charity so that's good yeah no definitely that i mean you're doing it for a good cause you know you don't that's enough buzz that anything can give you at that point because you know you're doing something good yeah. for for you know humankind so um right, right. No, no no that's fantastic i mean the, like because I've, I've asked if like, obviously a, a bunch of musicians during this time and 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 the sort of like how, how have you guys like um uh adapted i mean obviously you're doing the live streams and stuff but is there anything that you've um like previously when you've released anything that you've done differently this time um has like the sort of like the admin side if you will has that been more of an experience for you or have you always managed to sort of like do that sort of stuff yourself yeah i do a lot of it myself i'm pretty much self-produced um uh, lately, I've dived deep into the video world. 
Yeah. I've, I've done, I've been doing video for 30 years, basically. My, my dad, when I was growing up was the TV technician at the TV station when oh. it was brand new. Yeah. And, uh, so my earliest, uh, recollections of my dad working was in the TV station. So somehow I got back into that. I taught video for about uh, seven years in a private school mm. uh, back in the 90s. And that was a lot of fun. But uh, so I'm doing it now and, and uh, having a good time with it, you know? Yeah. So I, I think there's still ways of connecting with the public. Yeah. And, uh, you know, video is, of course, very time consuming. It's it's like 10 times worse than than doing a recording or an audio track, you know, with the, the details in the, in uh, in video. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm doing these days. OK, it's fun. That's excellent. I mean, that's good to know. You sort of keep in creative in different medias as well which is something yeah, that, that yeah. you know a lot of people have kind of discovered during this time if you will but obviously you've you were teaching that back in the 90s so you kind of had the yeah the sort of like at least the sort of knowledge there to kind of build on it and everything which is really cool yeah um so like, along with that like i'm, I'm always interested because obviously you know when you guys started out back 40 plus years ago um how have you seen the sort of like um like industry change because obviously the, the the medium that that you deliver your music on seems to change every yeah. like five, well, 10 years. But what, you know, Napster, Napster was a big shakeup yep. for everybody. Uh, I mean, we were making too much money. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they took, Hey, they took the, the vinyl albums, made them into CDs. It really didn't cost anything yep. for a long time. They, they kept up the, the, the fantasy that it was really expensive to make CDs. <laughs> and then everybody got a CD burner for their computer and say, wait a minute, this doesn't cost anything. Yes. You know, a blank CD. So yeah. then Napster came along and just, you know, everything went com completely crazy. Mm. Uh, now it's kind of leveled off, you know, if you pay that 10 bucks a month, you can get your, uh, your streaming, whatever you want, you yeah. know, 10 bucks a month. Not bad. Yeah. yeah um, all the music and, and podcasts. Yep. Your podcast. Yep. Yep. Very true. Yes. You can get my podcast is available on all outlets. Yes. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's pretty convenient, you know, it's fun. Yeah. I do a lot of driving in the car and it's great to have, have podcasts on those long drives. It's, yeah. it's just, Makes the drive seem like nothing. So, yeah, there's advantages to all that, you know. No, um, that's really cool. I mean, cause it, I, it's 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 doing okay, you know. Yeah. It's, it's like things have adjusted from the Napster days, and yes, um, and uh, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to be uh, an unknown musician. Um, you know, it, it can be probably very very hard on that level. But then again, you know, with all these interviews I've done and I'm sort of li listening to what else is happening, you know, mm. um, the new Taylor Swift album is out today. Yippee. Oh, wow. Thank you for that. <laughs> I bet you didn't know that. I, honestly, no, That's I didn't. That's my competition. I have, That's my competition. <laughs> I, I, have, I have three children and uh, well, at least one of them would have told me, but... Um, oh, 
No, I didn't but know that was out today. It was a surprise album. It was a surprise oh, album. Oh, okay. It was one of those sort of like yeah. no, no press and you know, but, it's there. Yeah. You know, when the when the Rolling Stones put out an album, I usually keep up with the ha- what's happening there. And yeah. other people my age, like Willie Nelson, they're all putting out pretty good records for, for their age. It's unbelievable. Mm. But... Um, but I don't know. Like I said, I'm not in competition with Taylor Swift or Willie Nelson <laughs> necessarily. But uh, but I do like hearing some of these new rock bands. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's yeah, really kind of cool. It's nice. It's kind of given, um, like, with the streaming service, what I like to sort of, like, equate it to, it's kind of given them all a level playing field. Whereas, yeah. like, you're not battling for someone to spend, like, 10 bucks on your album, like, CD or you know vinyl or whatever you've got those streaming services there and you can you can go out you can sample the album the artist will get you know it's not much but you get some kind of royalty from that yeah um so and if you do like it i mean i'm in the habit of i mean i have one of the streaming services subscriptions um and and if i really like an album i will go out and buy it uh, even if I'm right. like sent it, cause I get, obviously get promotional copies of things as well. Being in a lot um, of people have to have it in their hands, you know, yeah. when it's just coming through the air, it doesn't feel like something, but when you, when you have it and you know, I sign a ton of stuff and it's mm. all good. I here, here's a theory. I, I think that with the pandemic, people are actually taking a little more time to listen. And some yes. of the pop stuff that was really thin but was just sort of like wallpaper in people's houses. People are thinking about what they're listening to, and they're liking the rock. They really yeah. like the rock. So uh, I'm I'm hoping that my album fits into that that category of a, a good rocking album. You know, oh, it, it is. Like I said, uh, I've I've streamed it like from the the link I got sent and everything, and it's great. I've had it on rotation. So it's, um, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, <laughs> no, it is really good. And I, I, I do, I do highly recommend it to people out there, uh, on that front and, and, um, to go and, uh, listen to it and pick it up. But no, like I said before, I'm, I'm a generation of, of, um, like my, when I was younger, it was vinyls, cassette tapes, and then CDs kind yep. of came along when I was sort of like yep. a teenager. And, um, you know, and I love, the thing is I love vinyl. It's not just for an audio file sort of side of things. It's actually having, like you say, a physical thing. Like the CD was great because you had a little booklet, you can go through it, you got some great artwork. But I always find vinyl yeah. to be like the art piece. Oh, yeah. If you will. So, yeah. Because um, you've actually got the music etched into vinyl. Yeah. So you've got the yeah. physical music there. Um, but you've also got the, the artwork on a grander scale. Yeah. You know, oh, that's so. great. I love that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm sat in my studio right now with two turntables next to me. So it's, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's all good. So it's, no, no, I just, I, just, I think that's coming back around as well. I've noticed like, obviously there is a, a sort of global shift on music, um, how people consume their music, you know, the kids that yeah. go for the streaming side of things, but there is yep. a, a new generation out there of people buying physical copies of the albums, um, which like I've got friends who own record stores and they've noticed an uptake obviously on yeah. vinyl. That's the big thing. Yeah. Um, but also yeah. people wanting CDs. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's just sort of, I, I, I'm with the music industry. It all comes back round anyway, I feel. So, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's just great to be a part of that. Like, like be there, like obviously being back then when kind of watching vinyl kind of disappear, 
but I've always yeah. been like always wanted it to come back because yeah, <laughs> it's ex- really expensive. Well, it was a great so. experience. It was like a you know a shared thing. Yeah, you know you got the new album. You you raced to get it home. All your friends came over, brought a six pack of beer or something, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a shared experience. You know, it wasn't earbuds and uh, you know drifting off to sleep. You know, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Albums made the vinyl albums made the new album an event. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember that. And and it's it's also like they were they were made to be albums as well, um, which yeah. obviously with with the sort of like streaming night, it's like everything's kind of leveling off, like you said. But it's like there was a lot of like make that hit song, that one hit song that everyone remember, and mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really matter about the rest of the album. Or you can make something that doesn't make sense. Um, a lot of like I've seen a, a shift turning back to making an entire album. So as in having a either a common theme through it or making it like you say an event to listen to. Yes, yes, yeah. No, it's just it's just, it's just a it's a good time for music. And with the pandemic, like you say, it's been people have been listening more. Um, I've definitely yeah, I've definitely yeah. found that they're thinking with, about what they're listening to. Yeah, you exactly, know? exactly. Like I, from bef- like before the pandemic, I can I can put my hand on my heart and say that I didn't give everyone the time of like they deserved when it came yeah. to because I obviously I was in radio and and DJ yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So you get you yeah. get sent a lot of stuff. So you've kind of you know at some point it kind of like you look out for the big things and then maybe occasionally give the small things a chance. Um, with the yeah. pandemic, I found a lot more time to actually delve into what yeah, i've been dig, sent and dig a little deeper exactly I mean, you're the first one to mention that eighth track <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm working on a video today for that just, oh, really? a, just a simple lyric video yeah and i and i sort of got a new concept in my head but you know it, it really is nice everybody everybody seems to like a different track i mean a lot of people have mentioned the kinks all day and all of the night yeah. because it's so classic you know yeah and that one, I started that out as a sort of an acoustic song, okay. but once I got Mickey on the drums and and then I started feeling it, I said, "Oh, this has got to rock." Yeah. You know, so it starts out, you know, kind of moody with a little acoustic guitar, mm. uh, but then it then it revs up, and I hope it does. Uh, uh, you know, I hope it. Uh, the, I hope Ray Davies hears it someday. Say, <laughs> that's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah no i did a uh like a a heavy metal cover of that um oh because i was in a metal band when i was younger and um we used to do like random covers it was it was actually one of the few covers that we never recorded um but we used to perform it live a lot and uh it was just a good fun i mean i i just sing along like i did backing vocals during the chorus and stuff like that and um, oh yeah yeah that kind of stuff but screaming it like <laughs> to the top of my stuff. lungs yeah um yep. but because i was like we were in like a uh like the, the new metal movement that sort of movement sort of like style of band where it was a crossover of, of like heavy rock and sort of like hip-hop elements Sweet. and stuff like that and i was the yeah. dj in the band so i was sort of scratching a bit of the kinks up in the background and and sort of making it a bit more uh you know just well just giving it a bit more of a hellish sound to it <laughs> so, put great. It that way. great a yeah. little bit of Metallica in there. Oh, a little bit, yes, yes. No, it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was good fun, and I, that's why. I, I mean, it's one of my favourite songs. It's like in my top sort of ten of all time, and uh, your version is absolutely magnificent. I loved it. So, yeah, great. 
No, it's all good. So I've got a couple of questions left for you, Joe, if that's all right. And I can let you sort okay. of get on with the rest of your day, um, if that's all right. And um, these are sort of my uh, my generic questions I do ask everyone, but they're kind of like, they're, one of them is thought-provoking, uh, hopefully. Um, okay. What I want to know is, what are your top three albums that really influenced you um, to be the musician that you are today? So the one that made you want to pick up an instrument the first time or you know that when you first heard that it was like i want to do that 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 music i want to do that. uh well i'm going way back no, go probably for it. The, the that made me a guitar player was uh, the album by the ventures called walk don't run and uh, uh my band my high school band played every song on that album we loved that you know nice. there were no vocals it was just guitar instrumentals okay but i'd say that definitely made a big imprint. Um, I love Little Richard. Little Richard's greatest hits. Yep. That, uh, he's, he was, was very, uh, good. very influential when I was e- even younger than before I even picked up a guitar. I love Little Richard. Yes. Um, and then I'm going to say uh, there's a few, but there was a song by the, uh, there was an album by the Beach Boys called Beach Boys Today. Not too many people pick that up as as their favorite or earth shaking or whatever. Mm. They usually say pet sounds or one of those other yeah. sunflower maybe. But uh, I remember listening to Beach Boys today, and I I just said I've got to do this for my 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 calling in life. I I didn't know what I was going to be, but when when I heard that record and I heard the harmonies and I felt the emotions on that record i said i am definitely going to be in the music business one way or another you know that's awesome and uh yeah uh you know there there may be a few other albums but i would say those three yeah little richard the ventures and the beach boys you know just yep. made a big impression on me i'm i'm gonna you know? go and of course the king yeah no obviously <laughs> i'm gonna go listen to I've, i i know little richard very well like, i knew the music very well um and it, it was amazing it was kind of like there's so many elements in there that are used today that it was just one of those like he's one of those ahead of his time type musicians yeah um yeah. and and you can just hear it in everyone's music like it's it's yeah. awesome um but i haven't heard that ventures album so I'm going to go back oh, and listen okay. to that. And I'm going ha- to have to re- remind myself about the Beach Boys album as well. Because like you say, Pet Sounds and stuff, and they're sort of like big hits are all in my head. But I'm going to yeah. check out that album as well and, and sort of like yeah. deep dive into that because that's, uh, that's a good pick. That's a nice little random one for me yeah. to dig it. That and the Ventures, actually, to dig right into. Um, Excellent. So yeah, and that's really cool. And um, finally, uh, what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not when you're not doing stuff for your own albums or uh, anything like that, have you got any sort of like bits to sort of like keep you occupied away from that? Well, I do play golf once oh, in a while. Excellent. I haven't played too much recently, but I do love uh, I do love golf. And a lot of people said I, I was too old to start playing golf because I didn't play when I was young. Mm. I started, I think my, my father, when he was in his later days, we would, he would say, let's go golfing. Yeah. And I go, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) He'd make my mom be the caddy. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) My mom was the caddy. She was 80 (laughs) years old. Oh my Uh, goodness. (laughs) Oh dad. Oh dad. So I, I like that. 
but mostly my my uh, I, right now I'm into playing the trumpet. Oh, really? I love trumpet. Yeah, nice. I was always the worst trumpet player in high school, mm. and um, in the last two years, I have just got obsessed with brass instruments, and um, I joined a little brass band, and we played show tunes and marches and. Yeah, lots of, you know, stuff you wouldn't expect. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm having fun, you know, playing my trumpet. And I got a cornet, uh, two cornets, and a flugelhorn. Uh, that's that's kind of like my hobby, between golf and playing the trumpet. That's so, awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I, I play yeah. a bit of golf myself, so I like. I, yeah. I do like to go down the old you know, driving I'll range. and obsessed you can get with that. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, totally. My brother was a pro, so I, I, I've got oh. like, like he, he, he played in on the family. Yeah, he played on the European tour and everything back about ten, oh, fifteen great. years ago. So, um, but no, I'm, I, I've, I, I got him into golf as well, which is the fun thing. But I was never as good as him. Typical with the younger brother, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, I love, I love playing golf. It was, it's one of my like favorite kind of like, like pastime de-stresses kind of thing. So, you yeah. know, I've got a driving range near me in england here so oh. it, it's 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 nice and easy to go there the course itself it's on is really good as well so yeah um, i played golf and i was in ireland oh, a few nice. years back and yeah. i played golf in ireland it was beautiful yeah it was right on the ocean i don't know if you know that course um it's just a beautiful I, course I've a not, lynx course yeah i've not been to ireland to play golf right outside of dublin yeah, yeah right i'm trying to think dublin. of the name of it though but i cannot remember we had a little tour going there in 2002, I think it was. Yeah. No, maybe it was 2007. I don't know. The years. <laughs> but we had a bus driver that drove our bus around, and he also loved to play golf. So ah. towards the end of the tour, he says, you got to come to this golf course. And it was amazing. It was aw- unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. And, uh- Go on. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Cool. So we had a great time then. Yeah. No, that sounds good. I mean, it's like, I, I know you've worked with like, um, like you say, you had a guy who worked with that, like you've worked with Alice Cooper and stuff like that in the past. And I know he's, yes. he's a big golf Dennis person. Dunaway, a good friend of mine. We've, um, we've, uh, I've worked with him for decades. Mm. Uh, he was the original bass player in Alice Cooper. Yeah. And Alice is a good friend. And we, uh, he actually sang, he sang a song that I wrote. Uh, a few years back and mm. that was amazing yeah you know so uh yeah cool no it's really because i know he's a big golf nut so it's uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, that, one of the reasons i really want to get good so i can play with him maybe we'll get on a we'll get on a tournament sometime oh yes definitely <laughs> definitely that'll be amazing to watch so <laughs> i'm sure he's dying to play he's definitely dying to oh, play yes, golf definitely definitely well joe thank you very much man i really appreciate your time uh with this um good good luck with the album and everything um and uh, i hope to see you over here um once once the world allows it um yeah let's play some golf oh yeah totally totally even if yeah yeah no definitely i've got my my clubs behind me right now they're raring to go they've uh, they've not been out for about four months five months or so now yeah. so they're, they're they're absolutely desperate to hit something so um, yeah i know i feel <laughs> cool well joe yeah. thank you very much again man and uh yeah have a good rest of your day yeah you too cool thank thanks you thanks so much bye-bye bye-bye